Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In today's video, I'm going to be going through my top 20 quarterback rankings. So in the last two days, I've gone through my running back and my wide receiver rankings, but today it's time to go through the top 20 quarterbacks. So I may focus on certain players more than others, but I'm just going to lock in on the guys that I have, you know, higher or lower than consensus, and then just talk through the general trends. While you guys are watching, if you're enjoying the video, please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel. Then let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. We're obviously not all going to have the same rankings, so I'd love to hear your guys' perspectives. Who do you think I have too high or too low? Let me know down below and I'll make sure to respond to everyone who comments. But let's just get right into it, starting off with my QB1, and it's got to be Patrick Mahomes. I think this is pretty consensus on almost everyone's rankings. He may not have the highest ceiling, but he just seems like a lock to finish as like a top three, top four quarterback. And so you're definitely buying that safety with him. I'm not someone who's going to go out and draft him at his current draft price of like a third round pick or earlier, but he is definitely my quarterback one. Then my players from two through four really are tough to differentiate. So I went with Kyler Murray at number two, Lamar Jackson at number three, and then Josh Allen at number four. I do think I'm a little bit lower on Josh Allen than consensus. I've seen him at number two a lot, and then basically at lowest, number three, but all of these guys are so close together. I just gave a little bit of an edge to these guys with that running upside because I do think that gives them the highest ceiling. Josh Allen honestly does have a decent amount of rushing upside, but he's not a guy that's going to go out and rush for 1,000 plus yards, which I think is something that is in the cards for both Lamar and Kyler Murray. But you really can't go wrong with any of these guys. Josh Allen is going to throw the ball an absurd amount this year. It just seems like they don't want to run the ball. And obviously he's going to ball out this year with all those weapons. So those three guys, you really could go with either player. Then at number five, I have Dak Prescott. He's kind of an interesting player to rank here because if you look at his five game sample size from last year, I mean, the man was absolutely putting up absurd numbers. He was balling out every single game, but then obviously he has that season ending ankle injury. And so we don't know, you know, if he's going to be 100% ready for the season. We've also heard that he has some shoulder issue, which is not ideal, but here's the thing. If he is healthy, the man is going to be putting up insane numbers. He has Amari Cooper. He has CD Lamb. He has Michael Gallup. He has Zeke in the running back room to balance out, you know, their offense as a whole. And this defense is also not good. So Dak Prescott is going to have a lot of opportunities to be scoring. You know, they're never really going to be running the clock out because I don't think any lead they have is ever going to be safe. So he's pretty firmly here at the number five slot. You know, I do think he should be behind Kyler, Lamar, and Josh Allen, but I also think he should be pretty firmly ahead of the guys I have like six and beyond. So at number six here, I kind of have the start of another tier. So I have Russ at number six, Justin Herbert at seven, Aaron Rodgers at eight, and then Tom Brady at nine. And I've been flipping those guys all over the place this offseason. I did end up moving Russ up just a little bit. I'm just going to buy into his year after year consistency. You know, he may not be consistent throughout the entire season, but basically every season he's going to finish as a mid to high end quarterback one. His weapons are still stacked with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. And hopefully their new offensive coordinator can kind of figure out some of the issues they've been having down the stretch. But I'm just going to be buying into that consistency. I do have Justin Herbert here at number seven. I think he's just going to build on his rookie season. You know, he has the same solid weapons. You got Keenan Allen there as the wide receiver one. Mike Williams as the wide receiver two. You know, his weapons are not as great as some of the guys around him. But he also has Austin Eckler as a nice safety valve. 
out of the backfield. Plus, he also has a little bit of rushing upside, similar with Russell Wilson that just Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady don't have. So I think that's another little factor that pushed Russ and Herbert ahead of Rodgers and Brady. But then I have A-Rod here at number eight. You know, I'm expecting a big season, maybe not quite as great as last year, just because the touchdown numbers he put up were absurd. And I don't know if he can repeat that this season, but he still has Devontae Adams this year, probably the top wide receiver in the NFL. So you really can't go wrong with A-Rod. And then same thing with Brady. The man just continues to perform. Even though he's 44 years old, he still just balls out. And he probably has the best supporting cast in the NFL. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown. You've got Gronk. You've got OJ Howard. You have Cam Brait in that tight end room. Then you've got Rojo. You've got Leonard Fournette. And they finally brought in a pass catching back in Giovanni Bernard. This offensive line is great. So you really have everything you could ask for if you are a quarterback. And I'm expecting Tom Brady to put up some massive numbers this season. I think he's going to be significantly better than last season. And he was still a very solid QB1 last year. But now they have a full offseason, full training camp. He finally has some chemistry with these guys. And they were lighting it up down the stretch from last year. And so I'm expecting big things out of Tom Brady this year. At number 10, I have Ryan Tannehill. And he is probably one of the safest quarterbacks that you can get. You know, he's finished as a QB1 the past two seasons. And then what did the Titans do? They went out and got him another stud wide receiver in Julio Jones. So now in that offense, you have Julio, you have AJ Brown, and you have Derrick Henry. You can't key in on the run or the pass game. You've got to try to play both. And that's just going to open up a lot of things for Ryan Tannehill. He also is kind of underrated in terms of his mobility. He does have a decent amount of rushing touchdown upside just because teams are so focused on Derrick Henry at the goal line. It opens some things up for Ryan Tannehill. So I really like him here as a lower end, kind of very safe QB1 option. Then I have Matthew Stafford right after him here at number 11. I love this fit here with Matthew Stafford and the Rams. This is a major, major upgrade going from the Lions offense last year to the Rams. You have Robert Woods, you have Cooper Cup, you're in the Sean McVay system. So I think Matthew Stafford is definitely going to thrive this year. And if you're someone who likes to get a late round quarterback, he is definitely a top option for that slot. Then at number 12 here, we have Jalen Hurts and he is 100% in upside play. I mean, he is nowhere near as safe as guys like Tannehill, Stafford, Brady, all of those guys, but his ceiling is so high because he has that same kind of rushing upside as Lamar Jackson and as Kyler Murray. The question is, can he just put it all together? These weapons with the Eagles are not great, but I mean, if he's rushing like he was last season, he may not need these top tier weapons to help him out. I just don't know if I feel 100% confident going out and getting him as my QB1. You know, maybe you're in an eight or 10 team league and you can snag him as a backup. I think that is the ideal slot to draft Jalen Hurts. But if you're all in on him, you know, I can't doubt the ceiling, but you just have to make sure you're 100% willing to take that risk on him. Now at 13, I have Joe Burrow. He is coming off an ACL injury, but it looks like he's going to be 100% by week one. And this wide receiver cord that he has is just absolutely stacked. You've got T Higgins, you've got Jamar Chase, and you have Tyler Boyd. You know, even though Chase hasn't been lighting it up in training camp and preseason, I still think he's going to be a solid weapon. And even if it is just T Higgins and Tyler Boyd, those are two very solid guys to have in that wide receiver room. I just think they're going to be throwing the ball a ton. He's going to have a ton of passing volume and should take another jump this year going into his sophomore season. And then I just have a staple at the quarterback position, just someone who's a very solid year in and year out, either low end QB1 or high end QB2. 
and that is Kirk Cousins. You know, I don't really expect anything different from him this year. He's going to have some solid weapons. Once again, you've got Justin Jefferson, you have Adam Thielen, you have Dalvin Cook in that backfield to just balance out this offense. So just a super safe player that I think is a great option in super flex leagues because he has a very, very solid QB2 to just plug into your lineup. And then after Kirk, we have Trevor Lawrence here at 15. This is the first rookie quarterback going here. And even though he doesn't have the highest upside, I think he has the highest ceiling, you know, in terms of a redraft league, because you just know that he is going to be the locked in day one starter. You know, there's not an active competition. They actually traded away his only competition in Gardner Minshew. So he is going to be the guy the entire season. And his weapons are actually pretty solid around him. You've got LaVisca, you've got Chark, and you've got Marvin Jones. Those are some very solid wideouts. I do have some concerns about this team overall. You know, I don't know how great this Urban Meyer-led offense is going to be, but I do think you know he has a decent amount of security with those weapons and a decent ceiling. He also has some underrated rushing ability. So just a very solid, you know, high-end QB2 option. At number 16, I have Matt Ryan, and I do think his ceiling is definitely lower than it's been in years past, just because losing Julio Jones does hurt but they also still have Calvin Ridley. They do have Kyle Pitts in that offense, and I do think they're going to throw the ball a lot. I really like their new head coach, Arthur Smith. You saw what he was able to do in Tennessee, so hopefully he's able to bring some of that efficiency over into Atlanta, but just another very safe you know, QB2 option. After that, I have Ben Roethlisberger, and I am way higher on Big Ben than consensus, but I just think people are writing him off too easily. You know, Is he still in his prime? Definitely not. He has totally shown regression, but here's the thing. He was not good last year, and he was still a very fantasy-relevant quarterback, a high-end QB2, and the main reason for that is just this stacked wide receiver room. You've got Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and Juju Smith, three very young and talented wide receiver options, and even though they did bring in Najee, I feel like that's just going to balance out this offense even more. And Najee Harris is a solid pass catcher out of the backfield. So that is another weapon for Big Ben. And I'm not sure if he's as washed up as people like to say. If you watch the preseason game he played in, he looked very solid. And you know, I'm not even just talking about the stat line. Obviously preseason, you're likely not playing against the number one defense. But just in terms of his throws, it seems like he still has some zip on the ball and was able to push the ball down the field. So I think Big Ben, even if he is regressing, he still is going to be carried by that wide receiver room and is a solid QB2 option. Now here's where these rankings get a little bit interesting. I have Justin Fields and Trey Lance going back to back here at 18 and 19. So two rookie quarterbacks. And this is tricky just because we don't know when they're going to get on the field. You know, if I'm looking at Fields and Lance, I think they legitimately have top 12 upside because of their rushing ability, but it's just a matter of when are they going to play. That is why I have Fields one spot higher, just because I do think he's probably going to see the field before Trey Lance, but I mean, we really don't know. You know, Andy Dalton hasn't played well in preseason. Fields has been decent, but Nagy seems to be, you know, locked in on starting Andy Dalton. 49ers, we just don't really hear much, but if I'm playing in like a 10 or 12 team league and I already have my starting quarterback, I would 100% pick Fields and Lance as my QB2 over guys like Roethlisberger, Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins, just because I'm fine with them sitting on my bench for a few weeks if I do have a starter. And then once they're able to become the starters, because I do think they both will see the field at some point this year, then they're going to have playable upside. But you know, if I need to rely on them to be a QB2, 
you know, I don't know how comfortable I feel starting them right away in Superflex, just because there's a range of outcomes where they see the field on week one or they don't play till week 10. We really just do not know. These are both teams that want to contend. So, you know, they may feel more confident going with the veteran, more experienced player. So you just really got to weigh all your options there. But if I'm looking for a backup, 100% Fields and Lance over some of the guys I have them ranked behind. Then the last guy on my rankings is Baker Mayfield. Not a flashy pick here at all, but he's going to be on a very efficient offense. You know, he may not have a ton of passing volume, but I do think he's going to have a decent amount of passing upside. You've got this very solid run game with Chubb and Hunt. They should have some decent play action this year. And then you just have Odell and Jarvis Landry. You've got Austin Hooper there as well. So, you know, some solid weapons around him. So another very safe kind of lower end QB2 play for Superflex leagues. So those are my top 20 quarterback rankings. If you guys enjoyed the video, please leave a like and subscribe to the channel. You know, let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. Make sure you guys look out for my top 20 tight end video, which I'm going to be posting tomorrow. But that's all I have for today. Thank you guys for stopping by and I'll see you next time.